Hello, this is Tanishka from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, the 7th of January. India recorded 1,17,100 new COVID cases in the last 24 hours, pushing the overall count of infections in the country to over 3.52 crore. Today's count is 28% higher than yesterday's count of 90,928 infections. The daily caseload has crossed the 1 lakh mark in the country after 7 months. With 302 new fatalities reported, the death toll increased to 4,83,178. Cases of the Omicron variant increased to 3,007 from yesterday's count of 2,630. With 876 cases, Maharashtra contributed to the highest number of new Omicron cases, followed by Delhi, which reported 465 new Omicron cases, and Karnataka, which reported 333. India's second casualty linked to Omicron was recorded yesterday, when a woman who had contracted the strain died in Odisha's Balangir district. The centre said today that all international passengers will have to home quarantine for a week on arrival in India. Travellers from specific countries that are at risk will have to submit samples for COVID testing on arrival as well and can leave the airport only after the results are in. With Mumbai reporting a record number of COVID-19 cases, Mayor Kishori Pednekar said today that the Prime Minister will chair a review meeting with Maharashtra Chief Minister Udhav Thakre this evening on the COVID situation. Health Minister Rajesh Tope had said yesterday that a decision on a lockdown will be taken by the Chief Minister. Mumbai had recorded over 20,000 fresh COVID-19 cases yesterday. Meanwhile, the Union Home Secretary Ajay Bhalla asked Delhi and neighbouring districts to immediately strengthen the health infrastructure, maintain buffer stock of essential drugs and ensure oxygen supply equipment is fully functional. Globally, COVID-19 has infected over 300 million people, claiming the lives of over 5.49 million. World Health Organization Chief Adanam said yesterday that while Omicron does appear to be less severe compared to Delta, especially in those vaccinated, it does not mean that it should be categorized as mild. He also said, and I quote, Just like previous variants, Omicron is hospitalizing people and it is killing people. In fact, the tsunami of cases is so huge and quick that it is overwhelming the health systems around the world. Unquote. The WHO also said that a record 9.5 million new COVID cases were reported around the world between December 27th and Jan 2nd. France, meanwhile, will allow healthcare workers who are infected with COVID but have few or no symptoms to keep treating patients instead of self-isolating, according to AP. This is aimed at easing staff shortages at hospitals and health facilities, as cases continue to rise at an unprecedented rate. In a relief for doctors, the Supreme Court allowed the commencement of need PG admission counselling, while upholding the 27% reservation for other backward classes and 10% for economically weaker section for 2021-2022. A bench of Justices D.Y. Chandrachur and A.S. Bhopana also accepted the recommendations of the Ajay Bhushan Pandey Committee and stuck to the Rs. 8 lakh income cut-off 
in regards to identifying those eligible for the EWS quota for the current cycle. Resident doctors have been protesting the delay in college allotments since the past few weeks. The top court's order means that over 45,000 junior doctors can now join the workforce, NDTV reported. The criteria for determining EWS reservation will be heard at length by the court in March and the decision of the court on this will apply prospectively to future admissions. The order comes at a time when hundreds of medical professionals and doctors have been infected by the virus over the last few days. In two of the most affected cities, Delhi and Mumbai, nearly 600 medical professionals have tested positive since Sunday. The Bombay High Court today extended Varavara Rao's bail till February 5th. The bench asked the NIA Special Counsel if it would be fit to send Rao back to prison amidst the third wave of COVID-19 pandemic. The 82-year-old poet-activist, accused in the Elgar Parishad case, had been granted medical bail for six months in February last year and was allowed to extend it till Jan 7, 2022. The matter was being heard by a division bench of Justices S.S. Shinde and N.R. Borkar. Justice Shinde said, and I quote, You know that the third wave, experts say, may survive for 50 to 60 days. Frontline workers and police personnel are testing positive for COVID-19. The figures were not the same as the first or second wave. Is it possible that in such a wave, Rao should be sent to jail? We will hear you on merits. Give us some breathing space. Unquote. The counsel for NIA initially sought deferring the hearing to next week. He said that Rao was only granted bail for six months and kept seeking an extension. Rao's advocate had sought that the earlier interim order, allowing more time to return to jail, should be extended till at least further hearing. The court accepted this. On December 17, Mumbai's Nanavati Hospital had submitted a written clinical summary on Rao's health. It stated that his neurological condition was normal and that he was able to perform activities of daily living. The Supreme Court today asked the Registrar-General of Punjab and Haryana High Court to secure and preserve all records related to the visit of Prime Minister Narendra Modi on January 5th, when an alleged security lapse had occurred. The bench, comprising Chief Justice of India N.V. Ramana and Justices Surya Kant and Hima Kohli, directed the state of Punjab, SPG, and other central and state agencies to cooperate and provide the necessary assistance to the Registrar-General. In an oral statement, the court also asked the central government and the Punjab government to put on hold the proceedings of the respective committees constituted by them regarding the security lapse until Monday when the matter will be heard next, according to live law. The Prime Minister's vehicle had remained stationary for 15 to 20 minutes on January 5th on a flyover when he was on his way to Ferozpur for an election rally. His convoy was blocked by protesting farmers. As soon as news of the Prime Minister's convoy being delayed in Punjab broke out, TV news channels wasted no time in bursting into theories. While authorities started to probe the issue, Anchors made all sorts of claims, such as this being a conspiracy to murder the Prime Minister to there being a Maoist hand. Sudhir Chaudhary on his show on Z News, for example, connected Maoists to the farmers' protests and asked if the breach was a conspiracy or an attempt to insult the Prime Minister. Over at Republic, 
Arnab Goswami centered his show around Congress celebrating the breach. You can read more about the media coverage in my colleague Veronica Joseph's report on newslaundry.com titled Conspiracy Maoist Role How News Channels Covered PM's Convoy Row. Listeners, a big part of what we do at News Laundry is hold the media accountable. We are able to do this without any external pressure because we are not accountable to corporations and governments for advertisements. But to you, the reader, if you aren't a part of our community already, do subscribe by clicking on the red subscription button on the top right corner of your screen. Lowest subscription starts at rupees 300 only. After a video perpetually showing residents of a village in Sarguja district in Chhattisgarh taking a pledge to boycott Muslim vendors and end commercial transactions with them went viral on social media, the Chhattisgarh police ordered an inquiry into the matter. Hindustan Times reported, Sanjeev Jha, Surguja's collector, said that an additional police superintendent and subdivisional magistrate had visited the village and spoken to the residents on Thursday. The police said that they were looking for the people who had gone to the village and gathered the residents to take the pledge. In the video, people can be heard saying that as Hindus, they pledge to not buy anything from Muslim shopkeepers and that they will not give their land on lease to Muslims. Jha said that the video had surfaced days after a communal clash in the area and that the police had booked accused from both sides for the fight. He said that it had started as a normal New Year celebration brawl at a local level and that a few people were giving a communal colour to the incident, which he said would not be allowed. The clash reportedly took place when villagers of Ara in Balampur district visited Kundikala village on Jan 1st. Assistant Police Superintendent Vivek Shukla said that a group of outsiders had instigated the villagers later. He said, and I quote, Taking advantage of the situation of tensions between two communities, the outsiders raised slogans against a particular community. We have got a complaint and soon they will be arrested. The innocent villagers have realized that they have done a mistake, but they could not identify the accused. Unquote. At least 20 people were trapped in the rubble of a canteen after an explosion from a suspected gas leak was reported at around 12.10pm in Shansheng, a southwestern city in China. Beijing News reported that two people had died and nine others were injured. According to state media, the suspected gas leak in a canteen caused a neighborhood building to collapse, thereby trapping people inside. Xinhua News Agency said that the blast occurred in the canteen of a local government office when diners were having lunch. Nine people were rescued from the site while some injured people had been taken to the hospital. 260 rescue workers and 50 vehicles were sent to the site. The cause of the blast is still under investigation. This is the third such incident in China over the recent months. In June, a similar incident had led to the removal of seven officials while 20 others were punished in Xi'an, Bloomberg reported. Another explosion in October had killed three people and injured more than 30 others in Shenyang. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you are listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. 
to catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.